Guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson Show, where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. So something that's kind of interesting I just thought about is that when the markets are doing really bad, we call that, uh, you know, that's a bear market or the bears uh, or bearish. I mean, not uh, as in being naked. Uh, and when things are going really good, uh, they call it a bull market, you know, with the horns and all that other stuff. But if you have paid attention to literally any market out there right now, uh, you'll notice that all we're seeing is red, which is interesting because isn't that what bulls see? Actually, I, I, I just thought about that. I was like, you know, seeing red like the bulls thinking about that song by Chevelle, uh, seeing red, you know, the bull comes out, of, you know, it, never mind. But anyway, you get if you are alive right now and an investor in anything outside of used cars, shockingly, or real estate, um, all you're seeing is red. And I want to not be captive to this moment in time, but I want to give some hard earned. um, And by hard earned, I mean, I've lost a lot of money (laughs) earning this wisdom. But I want to give some hard earned wisdom uh, to everybody out there because um, my DMs this morning uh, changed uh, what I was going to talk about today because a lot of you are really scared. Not exactly. Some of you are saying that. Some of you aren't outright saying it, but it's clearly in the tones of your messages to me. And you, the, the theme is, is all the same of what everybody's pointing out. And it's, what do I do? Like, like oh my gosh, it, it, it is collapse. I'm watching my retirement count go away. Uh, uh, my, I'm looking at my stocks that I've been trading. Uh, you know, Cousin Benny at Thanksgiving was hyping up Bitcoin, uh, Dogecoin, how we were going to make all this money. He, he flipped like, you know, five grand into 10 grand. I bought in, I've lost like 40% of everything I put in or more. I mean, like, what do I do? And, and, and this is where it's an important thing to, to start with this. First off, take three deep breaths, all right? Long inhale, long exhale. And do that three times. Get the heart rate down a little bit, okay? Because guess what? This is investing. Welcome to investing. This is what, when, they, when we talk about high risk, low risk, guess what? It's all risk. I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're in a low risk fund or anything else right now. You're getting, you're getting hammered. And the reality is this has been due. For those of us who have been long-term investors, I mean, a 13-year bull run. Again, like I mentioned, bull run being really good. You go back and look, 13 years, the market has shown positive gains. That's unheard of. Uh, I, I bel- I'm pretty sure that we never in the history of the United States stock market, and I'm pretty sure there's a, for any other markets out there, this has got to be unusual. I don't know that for sure, but it's got to be hugely unusual. But for the United States, 13 years is a record. There's always one down year somewhere in there. And we just haven't had one. And there's a lot of different reasons for that. And it's incredibly complicated and incredibly technical. We're not going to get into that. But what you need to know 
is that there is a major economic disaster, whether it's triggered by some type of natural disaster, whether or not it's a naturally occurring um, you know, phenomenon within just the economic system of a country, there's a major economic collapse every 10 years, at least on average. And there needs to be. It's good. Why? This is the, the fire in the underbrush of the forest. This is the cleanser. That is what is happening right now. We are going through a time of financial cleansing because everything has skyrocketed to unsustainable levels. It doesn't matter what kind of a chart you look at. If It doesn't matter if we're talking tulips, if we're talking Bitcoin, if we're talking stocks, if we're talking housing. It doesn't matter if we're talking those little, what are those little Russian collectible pop-up dolls, the ones where you like... You know, you start off with the big one and then it's like you got seven more and they all fit in each other. Apparently, that's a huge collectible, right? It doesn't matter what it is that you're collecting. If you see anything that has a bell curve that goes straight up at one point, it's going to come down. Why is that? It comes down to one reason. Human nature. When you see massive profits, what happens? You have to sell. You have to take your gains. It's as simple as that. That's all that it is. So what is happening is that people are taking their gains. And now, or that's what's happening at the top, that we're, we're beyond that at, at this particular moment. So what is happening now is something that is actually, actually measurable. And this is something that they call the fear and greed index. And it's something that was developed um, a couple decades ago. It's fascinating. And basically what it does is it measures investor sentiment. So trying to figure out, hey, what do people think about where we're at right now? And I'm looking at it and the fear to greed index, it kind of looks, you can Google it and look it up, but it kind of looks like a, um, uh, uh, it kind of looks like a, um, like a speedometer that you would have in your car or something like that. It goes zero to a hundred. And on the one side, you have extreme fear. And on the other side, you have extreme greed. And the reason they call it greed just means everybody's buying everything. I want, I want, I want. Yes, you know, get me into this, get me into that. And then fear is the exact opposite. I want out, I'll sell and everything, yada, yada, yada. So you've got extreme fear, fear, neutral, greed, and extreme greed are your five major categories, okay? Right now, we are in extreme fear. The rating out of 100 is 23 out of 100. A year ago, we were neutral. We were at 48. One month ago, oh man, that's crazy. One month ago, we were at 46. So one year ago, we were at 48. The fear and greed index hadn't changed that much. One month ago, we were at 46. Pretty much exactly the same. One week ago, we were at 30. So so in a year, it was completely flat. 30 a week ago, and now it's dropped even more, and we are at 23. Uh, I mean, you know, you're getting almost about as low as you can go at that point. So what happens when the fear and greed index reaches extreme fear? People do what they tend to do and they sell. They freak out and they make emotional decisions, which is the absolute enemy when it comes to doing something that should be robotic. You should not buy and sell based off the highs and the lows. Why? because you will lose that way, guaranteed. You cannot trade emotionally. The best people I know 
who are traders, who are investors, you talk to them in their personality, they're flat. They're, they're, they're very consistent people. They don't get emotionally high. They don't get emotionally low. I'll be completely honest with you. For me, I'm a pretty emotional person. I wear my emotions on my sleeves the majority of time. But what I've noticed is that as I've been in you know, the career that I've been in, which causes massive ups and downs, working on massive multi-million dollar projects for you know, six to 12 months at a time only to get to the final decision date and have it all come down to a final yes or no. Uh, when you do something like that with that much at stake, um, you know, your livelihood on the line and different things like that, that tends to mellow you out a little bit. Uh, I've been investing for the past 12 years consistently, some trading, some long terms. I've invested in everything from Pokemon, basketball cards, to stocks, to crypto, to real estate, to I, I do, I'm, I'm a guinea pig. I do a little bit of it all because I like learning and that's why. Um, and the thing that I have learned, this hard fought wisdom, is that during these times when the fear is there specifically, this is the time when you need to just walk away, okay? And, and, and what do I mean by that walk away? You need to stop staring at your screens. Stop looking at where you are. If you have a financial advisor, sure, go talk to them. Figure out you know, what the best plan of action is. But at the end of the day right now, the, you know, selling usually isn't a good idea. It's just not. You're, you're, you're so far at the bottom. Now, listen, if you're in a bad position, you're like, listen, Stephen, I need cash. I got bills to pay. I invested money that I shouldn't have invested, um, you know, and in, in I've got to pay some bills and all this other stuff. Well, guess what? That's unfortunate. Yeah, you're right. You probably need to go ahead and, and, and get your money out. And, you know, t you don't want to go into further debt, obviously. But at the same time, this is why we talk about the importance of having a financial foundation. It's exactly this moment. Okay. This is what I preach left and right. I've hammered it into I don't know how many skulls over the years for so many of you. And hopefully now you will hear this message ring loud and true. Okay. I, I'm saying this for your benefit. I'm saying this because I know a lot of you are uncertain. It's freaky. Everything's red. It's ugly. And guess what? I don't think we're at the bottom. Okay. I think it's going to get worse. I, I do not think we are done. A lot of different reasons for that I'm not going to get into. The, today is not about the details. Today is about the emotions, okay? So in, in any time you're listening, put, you know, in, in you're, you're feeling this in any kind of investment, remember this episode, download this episode again. Let me be your coach through this, this time of extreme fear, okay? Do what you have to do to get by, but if you're able to keep your investments in there at this point, okay? You need your 401k, obviously you can't touch the different things like that. Walk away. Don't look at the screens. Delete your apps for a little bit if you have to so you don't just keep checking on it. Go live your life because this is just a moment. How many times in life in general, forget about money, just about anything in life. How many times does fear suck you so much into the moment that you can't even enjoy the rest of the things in your life? That's when it's a problem. When your fear starts to control you and you can't even go home and see your family without sweating, thinking about, 
you know, the situation with your money is today and all these other, I, I mean, if it's impacting like whether or not you're having fun with friends out getting a drink and it's all you can talk about, man, life, life goes on. It really does. Okay. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, we're financially stable. I mean that for, especially when you're not financially stable, just as much, because if you are in a really tough situation, then guess what? You definitely need a break. If you've been working hard to get out of debt and you've been working hard to do these things and all of a sudden the housing market exploded and your investments went down and interest rates went up and now you find yourself and you're screwed, guess what? You need a break, okay? Delete it. Come back in a couple months, okay? We will be in a completely different situation. So fear and greed, that's all, that's all this is. That's all investing is. People, when they get scared, they tend to hoard their money, they sell, they panic, they make mistakes. And this is when people get richer. And I say richer, not rich, because poor people can get richer real quick. You got a little bit of money sitting around and you buy during times like this. This is what the, rich, this is what the wealthy people do. This is the people that got all that FU money. Yeah, this is when they're getting ready to buy. They're looking at this going, oh man, this market looks like a snack because they got cash and everything is on sale. I mean, this is freaking, I mean, we're talking about JCPenney with 20 coupons right now. I mean, that's the kind of sale at the, at the Christmas special. I mean, that's the kind of sale that we're talking about right now. So, so I get it. People are scared. They're uncertain. They don't know what's, what's going to happen next. They don't know what's going to happen next week. Okay. Don't worry about it. Really, it's going to be okay. If you can hold on for the long term, if you can hold through this, then, then great. And look, if you've got a financial advisor and you're in some tough positions and they're telling you to, to sell now for different reasons, everybody's situation is different. I'm not sitting here saying everyone should hold their stuff. Nobody should sell. No, that's not what I'm saying. I sold a couple things today, actually. All right, but I'm still largely in the market. I sold... I, the majority of everything I was going to sell, I sold three months ago because I saw this coming. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that to say that I'm following my game plan. My game plan is to always have a certain percentage of cash sitting on the sidelines and to always have a certain percentage of my investable income in the market. Because I, the stuff that's in the market, it's going to be there for the next 10, 15 years. I'm not worried about that stuff. The only stuff that I'm actually worried about is this cash pile that I'm saving up for exactly moments like this going, okay, when's the best time to start buying some stuff? That, that's all I'm worried about right now. My 401k, I haven't even looked at that thing. I'm sure it's horrible. I'm sure it's in the red. It ain't pretty, right? Do I have a little emotional angst when I see this stuff? Listen, I am a seasoned vet when it comes to trading. I am financially stable. I... And we are doing just fine. But guess what? Yeah, I still got a little twinge of fear. I still got a little, that little twinge of regret. Oh, if only I just would have sold everything. Oh, man, if I just had everything, I could have saved what I do have invested. I mean, I could have saved 30, 40, 50% on some of that stuff. Oh, I could have thrown that in all the games. I mean, who cares? It's regrets. You never win them all. You're going to lose plenty of times. The, the, the goal is to win more than you lose. Okay, so for those of you who are in a rough situation right now, because this was me in 2009, okay, for those of you that are in a rough situation, you're, you're, you're hurting, you're doing all these other things, 
and you're looking at the market and you're sweating bullets because all you see is red, let me tell you something. If you have the capability to hold on long term, it's going to be okay. You have to sell and take your losses. Guess what? It's going to be okay. As long as you learn from this, as long as you can look at things from the long term and know that I'm going to get smarter, I'm going to make better decisions, I'm going to be more conscious about this stuff, this will pay dividends for you in the future. If I didn't learn my lesson in 2009 with the financial collapse that we had then, if that hadn't started me down this financial journey, I I wouldn't have seen 90% of the opportunities that I've found since then. I, because I wouldn't, I'd, I'd be too lazy. I wouldn't have a reason to look for it. But because I learned, oh man, it's done so much for me. The, the wealth started with knowledge. Then after that, um, that was it. And actually, that's a great recommendation. If you want to know, man, what do I do right now, Stephen? What, what you need to do is you need to go find some books. You need to go download some more podcasts uh, you know, about financial education, about upskilling, about, you know, whatever it is that you're passionate about that can help you make money. You need to go read books. You need to educate yourself on whatever it is. There, guys, there's, there's never been a better time to be alive. There has never been a better time to be alive and make money. You can change your stars faster nowadays than you ever could. 50 years ago, even. 50 years ago, you had to wait for the newspaper to come out there were no online courses you could take for, you know, any kind of trading. You had to go to drive up to Wall Street and put in paper, you know, forms and request. Like what? You couldn't do any of this stuff. Like th- this is ridiculous. You can't, you know, get on to Fiverr and you know, you know, hey, you know what? I'm a little squeezed for for cash, so I'm going to work an extra five to ten hours doing some copywriting or some graphic design or someone. You, you could never do that before. There are so many. I saw this brilliant thing the other day. These guys did. This guy paid off $60,000. I'm going to do a different podcast on this whole thing. But this guy paid $60,000 of student loans doing one thing. He got on Facebook Marketplace, looked in the free category, and went and picked up people's junk that they didn't want anymore. And then he went back, and then he sold it online. Why? Because it was worth his time. It wasn't worth theirs. I've given lots of things away for free that I probably could have flipped for 50, 60 bucks. In fact, there was a desk the other day uh, or an old dresser that we had that just didn't fit in the new house, didn't have a spot for it. I had lugged that thing around in my parents' house. Uh, we had to lug it uh, to a storage unit after that. And then I had originally tried to sell that thing at the garage sale for like 100 bucks. It didn't sell. After all the lugging, all the other things, finally sold to some lady for like $50. She got the steal of a lifetime. It's, it's a nice dresser, you know, probably worth three to four times that. And guess what? All I could think of was, man, that was a waste of time. I should have just given it away for free. 50 bucks to lug it over to two different locations. Between the time and the gas, I lost money on that. There's no doubt. I should have listed it for free on Facebook Marketplace. But for somebody who's not in my situation to come and pick that up, you know, five bucks in gas to haul it somewhere, a little bit of their time, and then flip that thing for, you know, 75 to 100 bucks on Facebook Marketplace because they're not in a rush to get rid of it like I was. It's totally worth their time. There are so many ways out there to make money. You are only limited by your focus, your imagination, and your drive. That's it. Okay. So I don't want to get off too much on that. But today I just wanted to come in and say, listen, it's going to be okay. Focus on the long term. If you've got to take some losses, it's all right. This is not the end of the world. We're going to be okay. All right. And hopefully that helps call you down. I have, uh, 
you know, enjoyed being your therapist for today. And uh, until next time, guys, we'll talk soon. Hang in there.